Hello. Well, well, well. We're back. Back again. Uh, yeah, we're back. It's another Monday morning. I'm tired. I've had 17 cups of coffee in half an hour. Mm. So, any minute now, I'm going to come live. It's going to be good. Yeah. What about you? Oh, man, you know me, I'm not a fan of Monday mornings, but I was off yesterday, so I've had a bit of a... Off on a Sunday? Aye, it's good, man. You should try it once every so often. Uh, Sunday's, Sunday's my double bubble day. Oh, you, always, you always get to be double bubble oh, on Sunday. Oh, I do Sunday, two on a Sunday. I know. I start doing more and more two on a Friday and Saturday, to be fair, which is annoying, but... I do a lot of them. Making some money, but, you know, Sunday's out, because Sunday's the last day of my working week. So even if I'm tired, I just think, right, fucking get these two out of the way, get a pint, get your um, football Monday night. I see. Fucking kick them. I've got a gig tonight, you see. On a Monday? Aye. Oh, I'll that. Anyway, man, you don't know who we've got on, do you? Uh, I'm, I'm very intrigued. I'm hoping it's either Dave from Steps or... Well, you know her, not me. I, I don't know She's her, your man. pal. I, I, uh, I've asked her to come on, but... I've only got one we'll celebrity come on, Bobby Davro. It's me only celebrity. Oh, can we get the Davro? I mean, listen, I would love to get Bobby Davro. I, could, I mean, I could try. I, I reckon it's probably about some of his stories. Imagine fucking cocaine he must have had in them. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, he's a really nice. He's a great guy, man. I probably I only met him once. That life, though. Yeah. He, anyway. Yeah, sorry. I just thought I'd sneak that in. Uh, I'll ask Fee again. Hi. I might send her this episode and say, "Listen, yeah, we we'll want you to come on, man. Fee from Steps, of course." Don't say Faye from Steps. She's a person in her own right. Yes, Faye from, from Steps. From steps. <laughs> People know her as oh, Faye from Steps. Delay it, like Faye from Steps. Right. What about uh, Steps' own Faye? No, that's shit. No, yeah, no I don't anyway. think about that. Anyway, yeah, do you so want to know? Do you want to know? Do you, want, do you, want do you really, really want to know? Yeah, hold on. I want to ask you a question, though. Right. Do you like sex? I mean, we're trying to record something here, and I, well, I haven't got time today. I, I, I'm not offering to you, oh, right, I will say this. Yeah. I love a bit of sex. I like a bit of shagging. I mean, who doesn't like a bit of shagging? Well, I like sex. Yeah. I, I, I do like it. I like it as much as the next man. Unless the next man <laughs> is Simon Stevenson. Oh, the big dog himself. The one and only. The, the hot dog. The hammer. The hot rod. The hot rod. The hot rod. The lukewarm hot rod, no, the Luke hot rod. <laughs> we've got the we've got the big dog. Oh, I'm mint, man. That's cool. Exceptional guitar player. Unbelievable guitar player. Unbelievable. Probably one of, if not the best around. All right, let's do it. Top song. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but Graham, you look like you've been on the Jaeger. No offense. You know you're about sixty-four, man. No. No. I didn't, I didn't but know. I've seen him drinking. I know what I, he's like. Yeah. He woke up this morning, but he's had an upside down. I don't... <laughs> I think we should definitely Photoshop his beard as his hair one day. Yeah. Just, just flip it around. Or just turn his hair upside like down. I think Graham would make the, the next, if they brought out the new Wurzler gummage. Oh, yeah, sure, they're in I don't know who that is. Scarecrow. Where's the gummage? No. Yeah. And Anne Sally. I, I don't know. With the big red cheeks. God, Graham, mean you're watching my age now. <laughs> yeah, I can remember. It was Did great, you? wasn't it? The mics are on you now. It was a great, uh, anyway. it was a great program. Was it? Got a bonus. Guy on today, Graham. Yeah, we've got Graham here. Graham, we've got a three-way interview. Oh. Three-way. Because obviously when you're retired, you just get bored. <laughs> is that your little... Uh, I'm going to try and sneak as many as I can. No, I'm not. I'm going to be serious, I promise. So, are right, you're acoustic gig. Let's <laughs> do you prefer doing acoustic gigs now or electric gigs? 
Well, I do more acoustic gigs, I think, in the minute. I think that's just since COVID. That's where that's where we we yeah, all know how. Um, but I'd still prefer the electric gigs. I prefer I'm an electric guitar player. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not an acoustic player. I don't play acoustic like you I or anybody else. Oh, you play like me. I don't know why you said that. You absolutely you're a great guitarist on, on acoustic. I think, and also I love the sound of that acoustic you've got. It's mint. Nah, the, 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 really full sounding like. Um, I tell you what's weird. By the way, I was watching last night and I, I realized I think if I tried, I, I could probably I, I do a diver set without an iPad, without any lyrics at all. Right. But a solo one, because I play that many different songs, I could probably hone in and make a set list and do songs I definitely know off by heart. Right. But last night you did everything I've, I've with never, no lyrics. Because you're, you're, I mean, no offence, old, old I'm others. old school. Yeah. I've, I've came from you know, iPads. I learned to play with a vinyl, you know, lifting the yeah. needle and stopping, yeah. you know, pressing pause on a videotape yeah. and having the shaky line and thinking, is he in G or G sharp? Yeah. Or you know what I mean? That's the way I learned. So mm-hmm. for me, like I was in the car there and I'm, I, I put songs on so if I, if I want to learn a new song mine isn't go on an iPad or go on YouTube to learn yeah. it I might jump on Cordy if there's an odd chord which like you yeah, can't yeah. understand or you can't make out but other than that I'll, I'll, I'll literally put the music on in the car so I want to learn Mr Big mm-hmm. uh, Be With You oh, yeah. great that's really the next the acoustic song I want two to learn two key in that I think by the way it is great um, guitar uh, solo as well oh it's the best guitar it's acoustic really guitar much, solo yeah. I've ever heard finishes on a harmonic but I'll, uh, I'll, I'll literally listen to it over, because I'm terrible with lyrics, if you probably mm. know it's like, I Well, last night you've got, I mean, apart from sticking the odd shagging in the car, lyric English. I'll, I'll always laugh. do that. That's that's just boredom. Yeah, but... That's boredom. I, I mean, I, I used to do a lot of that, like... Shagging on the car. Yeah, but also... <laughs> you should, like, <laughs> a lot of the lyrics. Changing the lyrics and stuff. No, but no, I've no. always been like that. I think I think it's just, uh, but yeah, old school. That's me. So like, I've, I've never shagged in a car. Sorry, you you made us think about stuff there. Simon has never shagged in a car. I don't believe you. Not even in like a a video. Not even. Not Simon hasn't. No, Simon. Oh, Simon. Hold on, sorry. Oh, okay, right, right, okay, okay. Right. We'll get. We'll get. Yeah, we'll get yeah. on that later. <laughs> so, Hi. So anyway. <laughs> yes, really. He's <laughs> woke up. Graham's here. <laughs> Hi. So I played with you. We've done. We've yeah. done duos. And I know, like, doing stuff with Rolfie, doing stuff with you, like, you know, you, like, change the key of the song to suit your voice. But you change chords around as well. Yeah. And is that is that something you do deliberately? So it becomes... And I'm, I, when you were doing um, Valerie yes. last night, and I think I played that you with did you. Was, eh? Like, so I was listening to that and I was going, you're changing the chords. So it's like a different chord progression. Like, um, which, sound, which, sounds, which sounds great. You know, um, don't um, get me wrong. I'm not saying that, like, because you've changed the chord progression um, slightly, uh, that it doesn't work. It does. It sounds fucking mint. But, like, is that something that you do deliberately to, like, fit your voice? Well... Going back to Michael's question, uh, the iPad, the modern technology thing, a lot of these players these days, Michael included, you had Mr. Boyle, who probably started it all off up here, the whole loop pedal thing. Now, I bought one, uh, as everybody knows, I work in a music shop, so I bought one and I tried it, and I'm not a technical person. I, I might have a guitar collection in amps and, you know, nice stuff, but don't ask me what valve goes in it or what that like, I'm, I'm not into that at all i'm not into technology so me having an ipad on a stand going back to your question is just too much for me to then think 
boom, we're in a minute, or, yeah, you know, yeah. that, and, and then having a loop pedal, I think, I just, I, if you notice, my eyes close from the start to the finish, unless it's, you know, I'm, I'm taking the mic out with somebody yeah, in the yeah. crowd while I'm playing. Yeah. So, my way of filling it out, I'm competing at the end of the day with Dave. I mean, I'm talking about guitar players here, so yeah. I'm, I'm competing with Dave, I'm competing with Michael, I'm pe- competing with Johnny, I'm competing with all, you know, all the other lads out there who, the modern technology, most of them are using loop pedals. Most of them. Maybe it might be a little bit here of a lot there, but they're most using it, and I don't. And because I come from an electric guitar background, my thoughts are when I'm playing, how can I make it sound different and stand out to Dave playing with Valerie or Michael playing yeah. Valerie? Because Michael will hit a loop pedal, play it, stand back, you play your saxophone yeah. part, and then he picks his slide up or he hits his tube scream, and whap, he's playing a solo. Now, everybody would think I should do that because I'm an electric guitar player. And that's what people know, but I don't. So I'll play the chord progression will be right, yeah. but I'll play an inversion of a chord yeah. or I'll add a ninth or something on it to make it sound different. Yeah. And because I'm very, I think I'm very percussive when I very, play. Uh, very, I, know I don't. Str- I, I strum when it's a nice song, but I, I, I'm very percussive. Um, so I'll add that in to make it like that. So yeah. it just it, it sounds slightly different to the Joe public's ear, but it'll work. Well, I think we're similar we're, because. Um, I never give a fuck about playing a song right. We, yeah. we, we play it so it sounds good. Yeah, so no, if, I, if, if I could change something to make it sound more like my style or make it sound more ready for the room, like live, ready for yeah. the room, then I'll do that. And we, you do that a lot as well. Yeah, so there's yeah. no I, point. I, I take it off the audience. Yeah, exactly. If I, if I like, I played Pleased to Meet You beforehand. Yeah. yeah, beforehand. And that was totally different. I sat and played because it was quiet, there was nobody in. Mellow. Yeah. Totally acoustically, really. Yeah. And then coming to somewhere like Filthies where it's bang, bang in your face, I adapt to that. I, 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 you see some artists and they'll just do the same no, no matter totally where right. they are. Yeah. I don't do that. <clears throat> I look at the audience go, right, there's a bunch of drunken women in there. They're going to want Valerie. They're going to want watermelon yeah. sugar. They're going to want all the cheesy sing-alongs. But you go around the corner or you go to like the lounge bar yeah. and that gig to me is one of my favourite acoustic gigs. Yeah, it's a, it's a tiny little place yeah, in the audience, but the, 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 the shut up, and they want to hear guitar players or musicians play properly. Mm-hmm. So then that's when I pull out the bag, you know, a different way of playing the game. I was up last, last month and I was doing like Dylan covers and, you know. Um, what was like, that pleased to meet you? No, uh, there's a, the lounge bar in Amble, it's like a little tiny place on the corner, oh, right. but the, the, he's right, it's an, it's an audience, it's not a pub. They have signs on the wall saying, when the artist is on, shut up. Mm-hmm. And they really do, and it's it's you get I get away with playing some class stuff up there, which I would never do in the likes of Filthies and that, obviously. I'll ask, I'll shout out requests. Like I'll always go tell us what to play. And my answer is a bit of cheeky. Michael's funny. Natalie laughed her head off last night. Some woman comes up. Can you play such and such? No. That's it. Michael's <laughs> blunt as hell, right? <laughs> I'm the other way around. I'll say, Oh, do you do requests? I do this one. If I know it, I'll play it. If I don't, I'll politely ignore you. <laughs> and that's my way of being. Now, you're right, I am blunt. And, See, what and, I say is, I say, if you've got any requests, uh, I'll do it. And if there's a shite request, keep them to yourself. And I'll just say that's that. That's pretty good. My, my <laughs> one of the minute that I, that I, uh, I say is, uh, we'll take some requests, by the way, soon, as long as they're not shite. Uh-huh. And uh, that gets a laugh. But yeah. I, the, the reason I'm blunt on stage is because I've, <coughs> I've, I've done a million gigs, man. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not catering to pissed Karens. You come up and ask us for fun, some shit, I'm just going to go, oh, fuck off, man. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, I, I probably need to work on that. No, but I think <laughs> I think that's the thing about like us. I mean, we, Simon's saying like uh, you've got to adapt to wherever you're mm-hmm. in. So you go to Filthies, you play your Valerie's night. You go somewhere else, you play. You can pick what you want. 
Now, we, know, we know people out there that just play the same songs every fucking gig. Doesn't matter where it is. In the same way as well. Doesn't I mean, matter. I mean compared to a lot, I mean, Michael's catching up. Probably different for you because you, you're a bit younger. But I've done this 32 years. I had my first band when I was 10 year old, playing the Duke of Cumberland mm-hmm. in front of a load of hairy ass bikers, having to play Jimi Hendrix and Steve Ray Vaughan as an 11 year old kid. Yeah. I've gone through the everything possible, right. every scenario that you could possibly imagine, band wise, solo wise, you know, duo wise. I've played club. I've played you know session work. I've done all sorts of different stuff. So now I want to when I go out and play. I want to just enjoy it. Yeah. Even if it's a crap gig, I want to enjoy it. And I want people to leave going, I don't, I'm not like I'm seeking their attention, but I want people to go. No, but you know what? Be honest. You are. And I am as well. There's something that, there's something that, it's really easy to say. Are you just fixing your watch there, Graham? I'm just, it's the hour out. Let me know when you want to say. Conversation boring, Graham. No, but but I know what you're going to say. Yeah, it's it's, it's very easy to say, oh, I do it because I love it and blah, blah, blah. But there's, all one, we all want some. Well, yeah, we're performers. We stand on stage. Although I would, validation. Say, I would say you probably, Simon, you probably enjoy it more than most. Like I would say, you enjoy it. Again, sometimes I'm like, oh, I can't be. I agree with For that. me, yeah. I you don't seem like you're enjoying it every time. I, well, this is the thing. I'm lucky enough in my life now for what I've done and where I am now to not have to do them gigs. Mm-hmm. I took a period of spell when I had my stroke. <coughs> I couldn't play guitar. You had a stroke. I had a stroke at 35 and lost my speech in my left arm. So for nine, ten months, I couldn't play. So I, when I came back, I'd, I knew everything in my head, but I couldn't do it because... So I basically had to learn again. And I didn't want to go out on stage because I was playing and I was making mistakes. And I was like thinking... And I may, and to me, even though people would come up and go, oh, it sounded mint, I'd be thinking, I know for a fact that's not the level I used to play at. Right. So now I don't have to do them. I do them because... I want to do it. Yes, we're all like the attention. Yeah, I'm not denying that that we're all music. We're standing on the yeah, stage. Yeah. The attention's great. But what I mean is, there's some people. I, if I, if I get nobody clapping, it doesn't bother me. I know yeah. some people not mentioning nah. names if they don't clap, they go mental on it. Don't point at me. I couldn't give a shit. Do you know what I think? I, was gonna <laughs> I wasn't meaning you. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, if uh, we, we, I did wasn't meaning you. Do you know what? A lot for me. No, I wasn't meaning you. <laughs> do you know what's worse than no claps? Like one or two claps. Do you know, like, if you're in a room, like, maybe one person, and you're like, oh, just, I'd rather it was just silent than one yeah. clap. See, one I, clap I, see, sounds fucking I, worse. I twisted. If one person claps in a room of 200 people, I'll go, I only need one clap. I probably shouldn't, because they're obviously on my side. Right. But I singled them out, and like, cheers, pal. I do something yeah. like that. I say, like, you're my new favourite, and stuff right. like that. I have a, yeah. a couple of little sim- same phrases I use all the time. And one is, if it's busy and one person claps, I'll go... Thank you very much, mate. That one person clapping. Ha ha. Cheers, everybody else. Or I'll go, if everybody claps, Aye. I'll go, cheers, Wembley. I always do it, no matter where I play. Or if nobody claps, Aye. I'll go, don't worry, you don't need a clap. I do that as well. On yeah, purpose, because yeah. then yeah. then all of a sudden, they go, oh, sorry, I should have done that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you need to clap buttons. Are you still here, Graham, are you? <laughs> no, he's, set the, he's now setting his phone. Speaking of the Wembley thing. It's that Nokia 3310 he's got. Speaking of the Wembley thing, I started doing this about a year ago uh, with the divers. And it, I only do it because it really, really makes me laugh. And it pisses half the audience off. And half them love it. And eventually, I think everyone loves it. Well, I hope anyway. Yeah. And my favourite thing to do, we went to see a band called Tragedy, by the way. If you get the chance oh, to yeah. see Tragedy. They're like an um, American... BGs and ABBA metal tribute band, yeah, all yeah, glammy, yeah. like all the spandex, and they're fucking they're so entertaining. <coughs> but the one thing I love is that the guy always says city at the end of everything. So he's like, 
Thank you, Newcastle City. <laughs> so whenever we do Hex, we, 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 uh, we well, like uh, and I get pissed. I'm like Hexham City. <laughs> I mean, but like saying it as if I'm in a stadium. Even Isn't Hexham a city anyway? Yeah, but you wouldn't say Hexham City, <laughs> would you? <laughs> Well, you get like old blokes looking at what the fuck's he talking about, and then eventually it makes people laugh. But it, it's mainly just to make the band members laugh as well. Yeah, well, you know, at the end of the day, we're there to entertain. Well, well, this is the, going back to right to the very first question of do you know the tension on stage and that we are, and this is one of the things. And I'll I'll never knock anybody. I might you know everybody passes another little comment here and there mm-hmm. about different people's performances or playing and saying, yeah. but I'm quite. I, I always feel like. There's all levels and like things from buskers. When people come in and they go, oh, crap, they're terrible. I'm like, it's a buskers, man. Yeah. That's what it's about. And for me, it's entertainment. Yeah. And there's a lot. And, I, and again, I'm not, I'm, I wouldn't single anybody out. And I'm, I'm not pointing fingers each, each to their own and do what you want on your level of confidence wise. But what I find with a lot of, especially the acoustic artists in the venue is because we all do doubling up on each other, back to back. You get to see the first 10 minutes of that one or the last fi- half an hour of that one. Michael's got it. Um, you've got it. There's a handful of people that's got it, but there's a lot of them that don't. And the one thing they don't do, and this is why I don't like the iPad, and it's not because the people can't use them right. They have that that set that they do. They don't read the room. Their heads are down. And they're like that. And there's no entertainment factor in it. We sat there, I mean, Natalie doesn't know much. I mean, she knows about music, but probably not the technical side that we do. But even people like Natalie will pick out and go, we went to Katie's, before the gig and there was a lad on stage right. and we were like oh my goodness his, his head was down in his iPad he never looked at it he never, he, all he went was thanks yeah. Yeah. to me that's that, why am I getting the same money as you're getting yeah. and doing no, right. 10 million times the work and the other thing as well we all make mistakes of course you always make mistakes and I love it when somebody makes mistakes and makes light of it on stage. Oh, you've got that's him, man. Yeah. Well, my, my uncle David, right. who Michael knows, and you know, who was you know a very successful guitar player from an early age, very like like myself, he played originally for Duran Duran. He was the original guitarist. A little story behind that because people always go, "Oh, well, it's Andy Taylor." Well, Andy Taylor's from the northeast. He went to college with really my uncle bad. David, and what happened was, is he was in the band, and my uncle David had just got engaged and bought a flat, and my granddad to go and joke at the time. God rest his soul. My granddad says. He'd come in and say, we're going to Germany with Duran Duran. And my granddad went, son, you'll be living on Mars bars, don't go. And he went, okay. And he rang up Andy Taylor and went, do you want the job? And he lost, but then he joined Geordie, which was with Brian Johnson. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And he joined them and he had, you know, and he had a band with Hawkwind for the BBC, a big BBC band. Brilliant, I've got a tape in the house. But he taught me one thing. Well, he taught us two things because he was always trying. I never, I'm a self-taught guitarist. I'd ask him odd questions. How would you play that if I was struggling as a kid? But I never really seen, but there's a couple of two comments that he made is one, one note is better than 10, one perfect note is better than 10 million notes nobody understands. That's a great one on guitar players. But the other one was, if you make a mistake, make it again 10 seconds later. Yeah. And then people don't think it was a mistake then. I do that. If I, I, make, I, if I make a bad note, I'll, I'll repeat it three times. Yeah. I've done that. Yeah. I've done that. I said, oh, fuck that. Was or, like, you know, you, you back off the mic now. Fuck, you know. <laughs> Just, there's no point hiding from it. It's sometimes so, I laugh. Like yeah. I'll just go, uh, go, whoa! Sometimes I make a big fucking thing of it. Like, yeah, I'll just that, shout that, the word jazz. I sometimes <laughs> think that was way outside. Fuck it, I'll do it again. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I read an interview this morning just when I woke up of Steve Lukather. Um and obviously Steve Lukather. For me, he's the best guitarist, the most... He's played on more records than anybody right. could ever Probably imagine. Probably the ultimate you know? session guitarist, I'd say. Definitely. Yeah. Um, 
and he it was exactly about that thing he, it was a uh, his, his line was if you make a mistake don't pull an awkward face because what'll happen is you'll you'll, you'll make more mistakes because what you're thinking of is you're thinking about the mistake and then when you carry on 10 bars down You've still got that mistake yeah, in your head because yeah. you're beating yourself up. Did you share this or something? Because I seen that like yesterday or something. It was, it was on, on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. I, I popped pop up mine as well. Mm. It was on a guitar what? magazine, so people Aye. probably follow that. Aye. Mm. So influence-wise for your electric guitar playing that, because you are probably, I mean, uh, best guitarists in the Northeast, I'd, I'd say this. In the, I've said to you, top, like. Top five. At least, or maybe top three. Out of all the, of all the local guitar players I've seen, I think Simon's the most watchable. Oh, definitely most watchable. Not just in terms of like what you play, just like yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, just, the you, most you, watchable. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But technically, wise, feel wise, and everything. Well, if you put everything together in a melting pot, then you're definitely top five, maybe top. Yeah, no, I, I, I get where he's come from. Like for years, there was nobody else. And Michael, I know when he first we we have a little joke when Michael first started coming to the buskers where I learned from, he bought a guitar. Because he cop- he wanted, the- and he even said it when he brought it. Yeah. Oh, that's it. he went. Oh, I bought it because I got influenced by your playing, mm-hmm. and it was a white strap with a tortoise shell scratch plate, which is my original guitar. I started out as a Jimi Hendrix, Steve Ray Vaughan. That was me. So it was all blues. And then when I got to that level and obviously had the stroke, I I, I wouldn't say I'm the best guitarist anywhere. There's millions and millions of best guitarists uh, all over the place. But one thing I will stand up and say, and I've always said, line any guitarist up in the room. And we'll all learn from each other. Oh, we'll yeah. all do things technically. I know, like, you know, like your guitarist, Jack, technically, you know, Mickey Crystal, mm-hmm. um, Mitch Laddie, technically, they're all better guitarists than me. But the one thing I will say that they don't have over me is how they put it across. And that's not me being yeah, headed. It's just, that's just experience because I'm older than these well, guys. We've talked about that. That's right. yeah. Mickey Crystal used to come into me gigs and stand before he really, he played guitar, but he was just learning. And he used to go, Simon, what guitar you got? What pedal you got? What amp yeah. you got? And you listen to him now. He, he's probably one of the best guitarists in the Northeast. You know, technically wise that, that and ability kid, that wise. Kid who plays with uh, Gareth Bedard, Ian Simpson. He's shit. Simo's great. Oh, he's a shit. Yeah. Up, yeah. Um, so is uh, Thingy Jensen. Um, Jensen. Jensen. Yeah, exactly. He's a great guitar player. Um, Mitch I mean, Laddie. For me, is. I mean, I know I'm biased, but Jack, Jack, Jack Cummins is the best guitarist all, in the Northeast. They're right? all on that level. Yeah. But I, I, that's one thing I say, and it's not me being a big headed or anything like that, because I'm saying that all technically everybody can learn from each other. And I know Jack's technically a better guitar player than me. But if you put it all on stage, I, and this is not, again, I'm not trying to be big I'm not trying to blow me on to me, but I guarantee if you put me all on stage and you put a hundred new people in that room who's never seen well before, I'll guarantee you most of them will remember me than the rest of them. Oh, Just because of the way I put it across, not about my ability. Would you ever think would you ever think would you ever swap that? I often think like obviously I play I play a little bit of a, a few instruments, right? And I always think like would I swap every instrument I play to be as good on the bass as John Dawson? And I I don't know if I would or wouldn't. If I, I mean, so would you would you swap like uh would you, would you, would you, do you, would you ever want to be better at guitar anyway? <laughs> right. So there's, I think there's a yes and a no answer to that. Right. If me, me, me yes answer would be if I was signed or I was one of the top session players or I was signed to a major label with a major band and I was out there commercially. Yes, I probably would because I'm competing on a bigger scale. Yeah. So yes, I'd probably think, right, it's time to sit down and learn more modes and learn more this, that, the other. You know, I know them all, but you, you, you fall in your comfort zone. Yeah. I'd probably go, yeah, I want to be because I'm competing against the world now. Yeah. But as far as the Northeast or this country goes, I'd say no, yeah. because I don't need to be, because I'm not being funny. And I've, I've got this, 
I, I, again, I'm not mentioning names, but I'm, the one name I will mention when I went, when I odd times went to Newcastle College to do some um, classes and stuff. Like I'd go in, um, they'd ask us going because I knew a couple of lectures I played in the Bama one, and I'd go in and show the live gigs and live performances had guitarists how to play. And there were some amazing technical players, but the wanting to be that level of playing of the technicality up here we're, we're competing all against the same gig so it doesn't matter if Jack is technically better than me it yeah. doesn't matter if Simo is better than me no it doesn't make any difference you know Johnny Boyle I'll still hold my hand and say Johnny Boyle is one of the best probably the best acoustic singer in acoustic player he that's is, my opinion he's the, he's, he's the one that I'm he is, he is the best and I love it <laughs> and, I, and I yeah. love him the bits and he's a wizard on the loop he is a harmony he can sing yeah. anything he's a wizard he sounds great he really yeah. sounds great as well yeah. like you know I always say that sounding good with a good PA is half the battle Johnny always just knows how to get a room sounding great but at the same he's loud but it, it sounds but at great. the same time we're all getting the same money we're all doing the same yeah. gigs in front of all the same people mm -hmm. so does it really massively matter if you're the best best technically and knowledge wise yeah. as long as you're doing the job and you're getting booked back that's all that really matters I see what you're saying though about the same money though like when I first started hanging around with you a year ago I've said this to you like Rolfie keep forgetting <coughs> talking this and I'm pointing at you I need mm -hmm. to say your name like but like I was like, oh, I'm not on the level of you. How the fuck can I be getting the same money as you? So I've spent the last six months working on getting better at guitar. And what you noticed that? Well, that's what I mean. You, you, know mean what you, mean? Well, you, you guys are sort of saying like, well, you've said, you, you know, Rolfie, that you... You said that like... um <laughs> Like, would you trade it all in? Would you trade it in being good at... Being good at everything to be like amazing at one thing or whatever? Um It wouldn't, it wouldn't benefit why would it benefit anyone? Well, I mean, but where does it end? Like, at what point do you say, "I'm, I've finally learned everything I can learn"? Well, there's no, that, there's the that, fucking end. Of it. it never ends. Like, but think about it this way, right? And me and Michael are similar. There's a handful of people. You're similar. You've played bass for me. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> right? doesn't matter. You play bass. You can play electric guitar. You play music. Michael plays bass. He yeah. plays piano. He plays guitar. He plays drums. Well, we'll avoid that one. I like drums. He likes drums, right? I play a bit of bass. I'm not, I'm, my bass playing is the, t is, is the same level as his drum playing. My drum playing is probably a little bit better than his. So we've all got these little things. But the one thing is, the, we're, we're getting better at it. We, us three especially, can go out and play every night multiple gigs if we needed to. Because yeah. we can be, you know, I played bass for the divers, you know. He knows if... if, if, if Jack couldn't do a gig, he'll give me a shout. Yeah. You know, we can, so we can go out and make more than these people who are maybe just doing one thing, yeah. maybe even at a better level than us, mm -hmm. but they're doing one thing because they're only getting one shot of the pie. We're getting yeah. yeah. I was going to ask as well, like, do you think the thing that makes you stand out at the minute, because I'm in a really weird position at the minute, which Graham knows, which I'll tell you about in a second. What do you think the thing is that, that makes you stand out when you're doing, let's say, acoustic, electric gigs, you stand out because you're a really great player and whatever, but, when you do like an acoustic gig like last night, what is it, do you think that makes you stand out? Because I'm in a weird position at the minute, but what do you think yours is? Right, I, I know the answer to that. It's very easy. But I'm going to turn it back on you and ask you, what do you... You watched me last night. What do you think made me stand out? Forget about the playing and the singing. What do you think made me stand I out? I think Dave had a point before. You really look like you're enjoying yourself. Every yeah. time, man. Yeah. I'm saying times, right? I'm like... Oh. It's the interaction with the audience. And you've got, yeah, you go. you're not scared to have right. interaction with... Some it. people are scared of it. That's it. And to be that's honest, it. I'm a bit scared of it. I'm not scared of it, but like... 
I've seen you banter with people on that. Yeah, but I don't, I'm not. I'm not chasing it. I'm not. I don't. I don't try and do it. Right. Whatever comes out naturally comes out naturally. But you, you're great at it. I think it, like, uh, the one thing I've learned. I don't know if you noticed. I say that woman with the blackberry teeth. Right. The one right? I sang a whole song. She came up and asked us a song. I couldn't understand what she said. I sang a whole song, and in that whole song, I stopped. I took the mic out of her. I still sang and played while taking the mic out of her. Right, but I still done the song. Yeah, and it, again, it's 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 in what exactly what Graham said. The thing that makes me stand out and why I get the acoustic gigs as many as I do and what I do is right. and it's not me technical ability. Forget all of that. It is just because I can get a, if a whole room wasn't had the backs turned to us within the first two songs, I'll get them all to the back. Yeah, yeah, really, really comfortable. Pe- that's what good people it's do. Right? Yeah. Johnny Boyle does that. Yeah, and so, it's it's entertainment. So at the minute, I'm in a weird place, which Graham knows where. I've got this certain sound that I have loop-wise where I do looping solos and I also do the big overdrive solos on an acoustic, which not many people do. And it yeah. makes, that's my thing at the minute, really. And it's like, people, it's people are shocked. And people, yeah, so people always say, how do you make a guitar sound or whatever? Even though it's, anybody could do it. I just, I'm, I'm, I've done it for that long that I'm, yeah. Yeah. it looks like I'm comfortable doing it. But I'm in a weird position at the minute where I played that gig in Amble, the lounge bar, about two weeks ago. You went after me, then we got to me. Yeah, and some guy came up and went... Um, Oh, I didn't recognise your name. I know you've played here before, but I didn't recognise your name. I was like, all right, well, okay. He went, I didn't recognise you when you walked in either. I went, oh, you're full of fucking comments. You like, <laughs> I was like, well, I've been here before. He went, I knew you have, and I only remembered who you were when you got your guitar out of your case and that and see your guitar. It's very religious. Because my guitar, obviously, triggered, oh, smashed up. was all fucked up, and he was like, yeah. as soon as I seen the guitar, I was like, oh, I remember him. He must have been a guitarist. Wasn't no, he was just some around a pub. But I, like I'm in this weird position where like so he's not listening when he gets me, 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 me fucking guitars become more recognisable. It just at, shows at you how the condition me. that triggers in for some random guy yeah. to recognise and remember what state your guitars or in, how play. or how unmemorable I am. No, 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 no. you're because not like people, I've seen, oh, therapy. No, no, no yeah. violins away. I've seen people walk in when we've been doing duos, mm-hmm. and you're in the middle. You're on it, you know, on the trigger, and mm. like really giving it the beans. I've seen people like walk in, stop and look at you and go, holy shit. Yeah. And to be fair, nobody else is playing. Like a I see Chintz's like jumper since the last time I seen him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's going to push his fucking hair. No, I've, 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 I've really honed in on that, especially since we've been a duo for two years. Yeah. I've honed in on that certain sound that I've got. And nobody else is really doing it. Johnny Ball's the closest yeah, thing. Yeah. With with looping and sound, but, jo- and but, but Johnny the, makes the loop. Johnny makes a loop into a, a choir. Yeah, and he makes that, he, he makes people th- think that it's a loop. Like you're watching a loop. Well, he explains it as yeah. well. Though, Whereas me, I never want. I don't want people to think I'm looping. Yeah. If you watch me when I'm playing, I, I know exactly where my pedal is, and I stand on it. I, I stand on my pedals without looking at them. Well, that's because the I, man who made your pedal board. That, yeah. That's why people have come up to you and said you're playing to recordings. Yeah, and you're I playing to backing you know, tracks. So I don't want it to be like, I'm not saying Johnny Boyle does this, but sometimes when you watch loop artists or, or people who, whatever, if that's what they're fucking called, and it's a three chord song and they do, they do the guitar, then a bass, then a drums, but and all of a sudden you're listening to a fucking six minute song where nothing happens well, and it builds and builds and you're bored off your tits. So with me, I, I never do that. I only ever use one. Yeah, I've noticed that. Only ever one loop in, my, in mine. See, when loop pedals first came out and I first got them, the original Blumen RC, 50 or whatever it was the, yeah. the, the one that Miles got 
Oh, no, you've got the little one. I've got the modern one. Though. When they first came out, it was Katie Tunstall. She made them famous. Yeah. That, that cherry uh, horse in a yeah, black yeah. tree or whatever it is, horse in a donkey's cock or whatever it is. There's two ways of using it. I can't use it because, like, I, there's too many. I don't like <clears throat> I, the less on the stage for me. Yeah. I, you know, I play the way I play. But what I have noticed, and I, I noticed it last night, Johnny Boyle is phenomenal. And I love the way Johnny does it. Johnny will start a chord progression. Then hit a drum, bass drum, then hit a snare, then hit a bass, then put a riff in. And as you said, yes, it might take a minute or two You've to build up the song, but he'll have the harmonies going and then yeah, you build yeah. it up. Now that's he, how he uses it and he stands yeah. out because he does that very well. Michael doesn't do that at all. Michael will only use it. He'll be playing. You wouldn't think he's got a pedal in front of him. He'll hit it. You won't even know he's doing it. And then all of a sudden he just lets his hands up the guitar and it's recorded. And I notice even when you come back in, you don't like, like you say, like when Johnny, when I've seen Johnny do it, when Johnny comes back in, you'll see and you'll hear, you'll do it when he goes quiet. So he'll have everything going and then it'll be, right, I'm going to play it. You come in and you wouldn't even know you've stopped it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's. You only use it for a solo, really. I, I use the loop pedal as if I had a lead guitarist. Yeah. But the the seamlessness of it, which I'm, you know, I am going to blow me on fucking trumpet at the minute. The seamlessness of it is only because that's what I've tried really hard to get good at. So I don't want people to think I'm pissing about with pedals on the floor and I, and like it's all a, like a big smoke and mirrors act. And I, you know what I mean? I want it. Yeah. I want it to be. As, I want it to be like you're just listening to a song and a lead guitarist steps in for t- for twenty seconds and then drops out. But if you look, if you look at look at like say like say Johnny for Northeast and Ed Sheeran, right? Put them in the same bracket, they use them in the pretty much the same way, and that's yeah, and why Johnny ex- that's why like, Johnny explains well. that he's got a new pedal. That's why you know when Johnny gives a gig, he'll go, "I've got a pedal on yeah, I'm recording. Look, watch." Uh, uh, and he does and he does yeah. his little build up of some old Marvin Gaye song or something that he does and he'll show people that he's doing it. Ed Sheeran does yeah. exactly the same. Yeah. He'll go, this isn't recording, <laughs> this isn't backing track, so it's me. And, but mm-hmm. Michael never has to do that because nobody would ever think he's actually got it. Un- un- only if you're a musician or especially a guitar player, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden his hands come off the, the fret and they're going, well, there's got to be something there. That's the only time he would mm-hmm. notice. Well, usually when his hands come off, he's reaching for a pint. Like, yeah. Fucking, uh, I, just, I, I do like that. <laughs> Like that's the only reason you really like, right, let's get let's cut the shit here. No. The only reason Michael got the loop pedal is because in between <laughs> songs you can drink. <laughs> I've done a ju- I've done a duo. This with is him a good when, story. When, in Corbridge. when yeah, in Corbridge, we were doing a duo, and like he put something into the loop. I think we'll probably I think we were doing a Marvin Gaye song or something like that. Then he fucks off to the bar uh, and just leaves me <laughs> on my own <laughs> with the loop going round. Well, yeah, back at that gig, one I needed a piss, and two ah, right. I needed a pint. <laughs> right, so it was in the middle of it. It was in the middle of this Marvin Gaye song, and I was like, "I just fuck, I just fuck off for a minute." But he had his eyes shut, fucking giving it nine out in the sacks, and then looked up, and I was at the bar waving them. <laughs> so, and I was gone probably two minutes. So I went to the toilet, obviously washed my hands, dried them, put the chap away. But the thing is, with with the way you use a loop pedal, you can do that because basically, when you use a loop pedal, you don't have all this stuff in the background. You're playing; it's just a chord yeah. progression. So if you if you if you had a blind person in, they wouldn't have known if he was on stage or not. Yeah. But like Ed Sheeran and Johnny Boyle, if they walked off the stage with it, it would sound like this massive production being looped constantly. Yeah. It's not just a bare guitar, but what you would hear in yeah. a real guitar player playing anyway. Do you know yeah, what I mean? That's all right for one or two songs, but if you're doing it for everything and you're, you're taking five, well, six minutes to get it gets well, mate, yeah. well, the problem, this is the thing, and this is why I enjoy playing with the lads in um, whatever it's called, Chachabuchu, whatever it's called. Chachabuchu. On, on Saturday night. When I do, and this goes back to the, the, the solo thing, because I do what I do and I don't use any extras and pedals and all that, I've probably got to play three or four more songs than you lads to be honest that is the main reason why I started looping is because if I 
if I can play three less songs a gig and I'm gigging eight times a week enough, it's, 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 a, it's a fucking yeah. massive... And, and having Graham, you know, Graham having Graham, that's why it was great for me the other night. doesn't matter about the drummer that was on the stage because it, that, that's just an added percussion. But the great thing was, I was playing and I would play the <laughs> same song that I would play, but it was two minutes longer because I gave yeah. the saxophone player two solos. Well, imagine how much well, well, when me and you did the duo at Clouds, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because there was two guitars, you didn't use a loop, and we went, I'll do a solo, you do a solo, or we'll do a song by song. And we ended up probably playing six or seven songs instead of 12. Well, I mean, I, I've done that, I've only done that with a few people. I used to do duo gigs <coughs> with Jack every now and then, but Jack doesn't uh, doesn't really sing in duo gigs, which is, when when I've just talked about the fact that I've basically got a lead guitarist on stage as well as myself, mm. I don't need a lead guitarist in a good acoustic gigs because I, I do it you know what I mean but somebody singing yeah. I love that so we've done it me and Dave have done it plenty me and Sam have done it once which I loved I love yeah. doing that like I've done like, it for any years like, you, sing, you sing one it. I'll play like, guitar oh, I'll sing that. one yeah I love I love that gig like, and it's, the, also the benefit as well when we're doing duo gigs to cut down on material cut down on time is you can do a 10 minute version of Purple Rain oh, 10 minutes after well, half a song for me and Mike that's half a song I know What's, what's the record on? I think your record on Pearl Rain is what, 18 minutes? 90 minutes. 19 minutes, oh, that was yeah. time bar. Jesus Christ. You'll have to catch up, that, that was the Michael Rolfe band, though. That wasn't a duo. It was 18 fucking... 18 minutes, It was man. fucking minutes. You could have looked 12 of it. Everyone had three... So- it was with a band, though, so everyone had, like, three solos. Drum solo. If I'm not mistaken, that was probably the one at the time bar as well. It was, well, there. I was there. It was fucking mint. Check that out on YouTube, by the way, if you're, if you're uh, listening. Do we have listeners yet? We're not paying out. I don't know. <laughs> is, this just, is this just us? I don't know. We'll figure it out. So, um, I think we've probably talked enough about music. What I'm thinking is, to have a quick break, and then uh, we'll talk about some other stuff. We'll move on to the... Uh, Tab break. The elephant in the room, right. so to speak. <laughs> is it an elephant? It's I've an elephant. I've seen it like... We'll get my trunks out. Right, let's have a break. <laughs> right then, we're having a little break, but check your podcast feed for part two. <laughs> 